All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning. We've successfully navigated the first half of the week. This is the daily morning update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Here's what you need to know today. It is the 1st of August. In the US, the Federal Reserve cut rates, lowering its target range for the federal funds rate by 25 basis points to 2%. Policymakers made their decision based on global developments and what they thought was muted inflation pressures. They also left the door open to future reductions. But Chairman Jerome Powell said that the cut was designed to, in his words, ensure against downside risks rather than to signal the start of a lengthy cycle of monetary policy easing. It's not the beginning of a long series of rate cuts and I didn't say it's just one cut, he said. However, he said it, he wasn't likely to make President Donald Trump very happy. The president in a tweet said that, as usual, Powell had let the US down. US equities fell the most in two months, while two-year Treasury yields rose. All three averages ended lower by over a percent, setting the stage for what could be a weak session in both Asia and back home. Indeed, all three early rises in Asia were trading lower, last I checked, with the Nikkei 225 in Japan down about 0.4%. Speaking of India, Its fiscal deficit reached 61.4% of the full-year target in June, having risen to 4.32 lakh crore. Meanwhile, India's gross tax collection growth in the first three months of the current financial year hit a 10-year low. It only grew 1.4% compared with the same period last year to just above 4 lakh crore. The growth in the corresponding period last year was 22.4%. And in more news on the economy, growth in India's core infrastructure sector, which comprises output of coal, crude oil, cement and electricity, among other things, slowed to a more than four-year low in June. The index of eight core industries grew just 0.2%. In the big corporate news, promoters of Z Entertainment agreed to sell up to 11% stake in their flagship entertainment company at 400 rupees a share for 4,224 crore rupees to Invesco Oppenheimer Developing Markets. The US-based fund already holds about 8% in the company. And with that deal tied down, Puneet Goenka, the managing director and chief executive officer of Z Entertainment, told Bloomberg Quint that the strategic sale of stake is off the table now. Auto sales will start trickling in later today and, unfortunately, the picture is not looking any better. Car and two-wheeler sales likely declined again in the seasonally weak July, according to a Bloomberg Quint survey of 10 large automotive dealers, suggesting that consumption and discretionary spending hasn't recovered. While the average inventory period for cars was around a month, the period for two-wheelers was nearly twice that, according to dealers who said that retail demand was yet to pick up. Finally, in some more international news, US-China trade talks will resume once again in September in Washington. In Shanghai, the negotiations this week included China's confirmation of a pledge to boost purchases of farm goods, which was a key US demand, according to the White House. Other topics included technology transfers, intellectual property and non-tariff barriers. 
With that, it's over to Darshan Mehta for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Darshan. How are we looking today? Hi, Alex. Good morning. Good morning, everyone. Not the best of starts. The U.S. markets were down one percent across the board after the U.S. Fed hinted that the rate cut is not the start of a trend. So across the board, there was selling pressure. Asia is looking weak. The S.T.X. Nifty is indicating a negative outlook. But coming back to our markets, uh, Bharti Airtel is the only Nifty company which will announce numbers today. Among the other results, there is J.K. Tyre, Raymond, Tata Power, Varun Beverages, Marico, Seat. Dalmia Bharat, GlaxoSmithKline Consumer, Godrej Consumer Products. So a lot of names, especially on the FMCG side. In terms of numbers announced, Cognizant came out with numbers. The results were in line with estimates. They have said that the 2019 constant currency revenues is adjusted to 3.9 to 4.9% versus 3.6% to 5.1% earlier. They have maintained the EBIT guidance at 17%. Aisha Motors' results were below estimates. The PAT was boosted by higher other income. The volume decline of 19% in Royal Enfield impacted the financial, while the standalone margins came in at a three-year low. mainly on account of decline in volumes higher discounts in cv segment and the management is indicating there is a slowdown in the economy the liquidity situation is tight which is impacting the consumer sentiment majority of the brokerages have cut the target price on aisha upl also numbers were below estimates there was a one time of 72 crores attributed to arista the weak revenues were attributed because of india and european and that was on account of the monsoon but management has maintained the guidance the fy20 outlook at 8 to 10% sales and 16 to 20% ebitda and has maintained that the debt reduction will be at 3150 to 3500 crores this fiscal Ashok Leyland mixed quarter for the company with revenues missing estimates but the margins were a beat the beat on the margin front was the key surprise and that was on account of raw material prices which declined trend decent set of numbers revenues up 30% profit up 50% and ebitda was up 2.3 times higher depreciation and finance cost dented the profits of the company Ajanta Pharma uh, results above estimates uh, India business grew 9% export grew 25% that was led by the US and Africa sales that was something that did well Container Corp uh, results were in line with estimates the sales were weak as no SEIS income was recognized in the first quarter Jagran Prakashan the results were weak uh, management cited economic headwinds and slowdown in the auto industry as reason for the weak growth Tata Global Beverages uh, decent set of numbers uh, Uh, revenues up 5% ebitda up 6.2% the india business grew 8% volume growth the international business did well and starbucks recorded a 23% growth weak set of numbers coming in from uh, munjal shoa as well as care ratings these were some of the other numbers that came out The stock of the day today will be Z Entertainment. Invesco Oppenheimer Fund will acquire 11% stake in the company for 4224 crores from the promoters. Most of the brokerages that have come out have indicated that this is the step in the right direction, but the overhang on the stocks remains since the debt still needs to be repaid on the promoter level. HDFC has reduced the retail prime lending home loan rate by 10 basis points reliance capital says that they have fully repaid its commercial papers on due date and the outstanding now is zero wipro receives the final comments from sebi and the buyback period now will be 14th august to 28th but there's much more you need to know before trade actually starts for that log on to our website bloombergquin.com and click on the all you need to know tab and you will be prepared for morning trade thanks darshan Well, that's all we have for you on this podcast, but there's a lot more on the website bloomberquin.com, so do check that out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day.
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene and the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.